Hello, you're listening to Manasi, Niv, and Aisha on Reasoning with Prejudice. In this podcast, we'll entertain you as we debate on topics that are sometimes meaningful, sometimes lighthearted, but always interesting. And you don't even have to give us a penny for our thoughts. When we were in school, we used to spend our lunches debating and arguing about various topics. We were the school nerds. You would think we were uncool or unpopular, which we probably were. Speak for yourself, Niv. But I prefer to call us smart, intellectual thinkers. We are nerd and proud. Look at Niv doing damage control. Anyway, so when we argued, sometimes we argued with a prejudice in mind. And sometimes we argued with a person who had prejudice in mind. So that's why reasoning with prejudice. Moving on, today's topic is constructs of beauty. Over the course of many years, over the course of many geographical locations, we have attempted to define this with varying levels of success. Now, I'm not talking about what's attractive or what inner beauty is. We're conversing about appearance, about how we do judge a book by its cover. Wait, Niv, what did you mean by geographical locations? So, like, in the, I read a book recently. I mean, not recently, a couple of years ago. It was called The White Tiger by Armand Adega. So mm-hmm. he said, um, in a developed country, beauty means having a fit body. Like for men having hard abs or um, and for women having the hourglass figure. But then in underdeveloped countries, belly fat is considered a privilege because it shows that you are not starving. It shows wealth. It shows that you have food to eat. And grey hair is considered an achievement of having a having led a long life. So geographical locations does determine how pretty you are. For example, like in India, for example, they have they they consider fair skinned to be beautiful, but in Western countries they say tan is attractive. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I think. It comes from, like you said, it's like the psychological part of it. So like I saw this show and it was saying that like men find women's like wide hips and like big breasts like attractive because they're good at nurturing kids or like um, carrying a baby. So it's like, yeah, it's like that too. So with psychological is also cultural to some extent. Like I agree with your, what you're saying. Social constructs of beauty are different everywhere. I guess. Cultural. What do you mean by cultural? Is that the same as geographical place? Yeah. Cultural is the same as... So when you're saying ge- geographical, you're saying that a social construct of beauty in India is different than a social construct of beauty in the UK. Because yeah. the culture or the way of life, the mindset of two countries or two cultures is different the way they're bought up or what is considered beautiful emerges from the culture. Yeah, I guess um, uh, in Sherlock, he claims that beauty is a construct based entirely on childhood impressions, influences and role models. So I guess the society that you're brought up in, the values that they instill in you kind of influences what you find attractive and what kind of appearance that you get drawn to. Yeah. It's also like 
advertisement, you know, they basically scream at you what's beautiful. If you look at billboards or women in advertisement, men in advertisements, they, they're always a certain body type. And now you're seeing diverse, diversity in that. You're seeing different skin colors, different uh, body shapes and sizes, which is, I guess, good in some way because it takes pressure off young children to think they have to look a certain way to be accepted. So yeah. yeah, there's really a lot of out there like clothing stuff right now. Like when mm. I was little, I would probably like laugh at the things that I was wearing now because I would find I I wear the things that I wear now because they've been I know like, I bought them in stores that where like women look really pretty wearing that. So it's kind of ingrained in me to think that maybe I would look pretty wearing that too. Yeah. So I have I have a question. Uh, this might be a slightly different topic, but I think it's very, very linked to what we're talking about. So you said the clothes that you wouldn't actually imagine yourself wearing as a kid, you're wearing now because of the advertisements, right? So yeah. by going after the advertisements and actually wearing the clothes or wearing the makeup, are you doing your part in influencing others as well? Is that going to have a negative impact on the other kids who see you? Um, probably. Well, it depends because when I see, it depends if how I look wearing it. Because if I see someone wearing something really like out there, it like what? Like maybe if they're socially beautiful, in my opinion, like how they how their body looks, how their face looks, and they're wearing something really out there, I would tend to like it and want to buy it more than if someone was and it's socially not pretty in my opinion so all we're doing is that we're trying to fit into one mold and because all of us are copying that one attractive person or a couple of attractive people we are doing the part in spreading it as well so yeah because we're society like we are the society yeah it's a social construct so is makeup considered bad? Is plastic surgery considered bad? Nothing is bad, in my opinion. I think the key is just acceptance. Acceptance that people can look what, however we want to and not to be shamed for that. But are we really promoting that? Because like Asia said, we are kind of we have an image on what is socially acceptable or what is socially pretty uh what is accepted as beautiful and all of us want to be that so we wear that kind of clothes we change our faces through makeup or plastic surgery to look like that so is that actually going with the ideology of acceptance mm, no because the way i see it makeup is just a way to express yourself it's not something you cover yourself up with like a mask it's like experimenting with yourself like if you're moody one day you want to wear dark eyeshadow you feel like a diva you wear winged eyeliner feeling summery pastel bright shades it's just you showing the world who you are i guess yeah but uh plastic surgery things like tattoos and stuff they're more permanent so it it doesn't always have to express your emotions sometimes it's and you're like permanently changing your body to fit into something like even if like if you got a boob job or something the only reason you would do it is not like it's not functional or anything it's purely to look like I know like models you see or maybe it's just for personal happiness 
yeah that is a big thing as well I think if I was ever to get a boob job or like you know plastic surgery I would do it because I would want to look like that for myself yeah yeah I'm just um going back to the point of how you said you're looking at a person and you consider them attractive and you want to look like that yeah so that's um, why you're doing it so some other kid who sees your plastic surgery will want the same for the for the same like for that person right yeah I guess it is a it is a slippery slope but like I'm seeing more people expressing themselves in different ways nowadays before there was like a really really strict mold and like Mm -hmm. people are like like, I went to pride last year and I know it's like uh, just one example but there were so many people just wearing like such crazy stuff and like (laughs) I just loved it there because everyone was so different and it was like it was just crazy looking at all the makeup and the outfits and stuff yeah like I Uh, love that I want to go one year I just don't like crowds I'm just gonna avoid that yeah Um, after COVID obviously yeah yeah (laughs) after COVID-19 um I was just um looking at this YouTuber who does uh plastic surgeries uh routinely because um they have the money and the mom is a plastic surgeon so they're rich and they have the capacity to do that and I'm not shaming anyone she she's really bold I really like her and in one of the comments um I read they said you guys are not ugly just consider yourself poor the comment was aimed at everyone who's reading the comment if you're ugly you're not ugly you're poor you're oh. ugly you're poor. do you get it because people yeah. like who have the money they change their appearance to look pretty so what we're actually doing is by doing plastic surgery for our own comfort, for our own mental health, we're actually pushing the poor people who can't afford that into other mental illnesses. That's actually so sad. But I think, yeah, it's just how the world works. Like rich people are just, they just, I don't know, their lives are better, I think. Like not as a general rule, but yeah. Yeah, but okay, this is talking about plastic surgery, right? So that's considered really expensive, most of them anyway. I yeah. What about makeup? I just want to go back to what you said about um, people looking at plastic surgery models or whatever and feeling insecure about themselves. See, the, if this is a problem, the solution is not to, I don't know, not do plastic surgery or say that that's wrong. It's to build confidence within people destroy the social constructs of beauty it's really hard to do that though because whenever people like all you see on social media or like I don't know out and about people showing off their bodies or whatever they're always people who are like who just look really good and comfortable yeah but like you said with the pride parade like they're really comfortable with themselves they're different and even they post pictures like of themselves on social media. And I've, I've, I follow a few of these people and they're influencing people, even if they have plastic surgery. If you see transgendered women, even if they have plastic surgery, the comment section is always filled with positivity. Like you're inspiring me to look the way I want and things like that. The process. If, you, if this was like 10 years ago, you wouldn't even have that minority of people. Okay. It's how it increases. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But is this progress hindered by the application of makeup or considering elective plastic surgery to fit a mould? 
I don't... It, plastic surgery isn't fitting a mold. I, I don't see what you mean by it that. Is, it is fitting a mold, but I it's think your, sometimes your it's... Yeah, it is your choice. Like, I would I would never, like, go against plastic surgery or makeup. Yeah, because... Um, not obviously of all people, but it's also the job profile. So you see actresses getting plastic surgeries a lot of the time to stop aging. You know, like, if you see... Courtney Cox. Yeah, so she did it to look younger, I think. And I think that was because of the pressure she had from society and the fact that when you're an actress, you kind of sometimes need it. Yeah. Like, I get what you mean. But somewhere along the way, they've got to stop, look back and say, stop resisting, resist the power. Unless someone does this, this is going to keep growing. You know the social media people that you were talking about um, who are happy with themselves who post and they have positive plastic okay i follow um this trans woman on instagram um yeah. she's indian and she and she took hormones to have bigger breasts and develop the female kind of body type and she also had plastic surgery and laser removals to remove facial hair to be who she wanted to be yeah but that's different though that's different. Is it different though? How is because that different? I would if if I was getting plastic surgery, it would be it would be because that's who I want to become. If I'm wearing makeup, it's because I want my eyes to look prettier. Yes, I want but... I could want to be someone else genuinely. Like I could not be happy with my face. And putting makeup on me makes me want like makes me feel like I'm more comfortable. Confident. Uh, yeah, and confident. It's like not it's not f- it could be fitting a mold, but it's more me being who I like want to look like. Yeah, like makeup. I think the kind of makeup I like is basically enhancing your features. And plastic surgery is kind of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with um, Asia's point and your point. That's a good point. But what Manasi said about makeup um, enhancing the features, you're talking about yourself, and many yeah. other people who actually wear makeup it's to cover up their acne which makes it worse by the way and it's to cover okay, up okay that's the your opinion no i actually saw this uh in the mm-hmm. whole post on it how she only wore makeup so that she could cover up her acne so that her friends won't tease her you know when you said this is my way of doing makeup that's exactly my point everyone has different ways of doing makeup for me it's enhancing my features for that person it's covering up their acne it's everyone looks at it in a different perspective so the solution to this is not to you know abolish makeup or abolish plastic surgery it's more about how to find that inner happiness what yeah and it's not like it's not about stopping anything because like getting rid of plastic surgery or getting rid of makeup it just it's just restricting people where yeah. it's not really harming anyone like it could harm someone if they do it too much but again it's their choice it's like it's like taking drugs or like eating sugar yeah. even like it's is harmful to you but you do it because you enjoy it and you like the outcome yeah and you know like for example for me i never felt bad about myself or my body because I looked at someone prettier than me. It was the indirect comments that people made or how my body type was portrayed in media in a not so positive light. So it's not about looking at perfect bodies or perfect makeup and saying that, oh, I wanna look like that. 
it is about that, but it's also about the negative light that the not so idealized bodies get or faces get or colors get. Like, you know, yeah. Fair and Lovely. So Fair and Lovely is this cream sold in India. And they're basically, the advertisement is based on, you put the cream on your face and your face becomes fairer. And that basically puts dark skin in the bad light. So you wouldn't say, okay, we should, you know, abolish the concept of fair skin. You will just say that make the other types more acceptable and less shameful. Um, yeah, I think it's about someone else. It's like, well, I get what you're saying. So yeah. what Manasi basically said was, it, it's about the indirect comments from media, which is probably true. If you see most of the actresses in the romantic comedies, you know how they look, right? So they're like perfect models, tall and thin and, I don't know, fat, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there, there are obviously exceptions, like, um, what is the one... Um, uh, you know, Fatani from Pitch Perfect. I was literally it. thinking of her. Pitch Perfect. Rebel Wilson. What what movie was it? It was making um it was making fun of romantic comedies. That was really good. I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah. You guys continue talking. I'll find it. Rebel. Yeah. So basically, I I really liked that movie. So obviously there are exceptions to that, but most of the romantic comedies that we see, they portray a certain mold. So maybe fixing the media could fix fix this mm. attempt to fix this it is changing obviously truly changing yeah isn't it romantic that's the movie name isn't it romantic that's it that's the movie uh yeah it, it's changing but i haven't seen a single like curvy barbie have you seen it in any of the shops no not not barbies but i've seen like people like models curvy models that's like the i've seen like a lot more of that since like in even in the past couple of years i've seen like it's surging like it's yeah it's amazing like um ashley ashley graham uh Mm. and i love her i love her character how i love how bold she is how comfortable she is in her own skin Mm. i think that is changing as well because i see people like her i want to be more like that i want to fit into that mold rather than the mold of how people look this has been very serious. Let's move on to a very lighter topic. What are the things that you find physically attractive on other people? <laughs> like okay. appearance wise. Mm, dark hair. Dark um, hair. So you don't like blondes? Yeah, I think that's yeah, same. I think for me that's more to do with my ethnicity. <laughs> but mm. yeah. Curly hair, like curly hair is ooh, so good on boys. And on girls. I love curly hair. It's just yeah anyway so asia knows what i'm gonna say i um like sharp jaw lines Ooh. i don't know why <laughs> um we were seeing those really weird um uh, korean drama we were <laughs> criticizing it and laughing about it all the way through because it was one of the stupidest things ever it's called mm. uh, boys over flowers yeah. um, we cringed so hard at like every two minutes but still we got through it so I really like sharp jawlines. I kept saying that every scene when the protagonist would come, I was like, oh my God, the jawline. Yeah, I think before before we watched that show together, I don't think I ever noticed any jawlines. <laughs> but now I'm just noticing them everywhere. Like I'm yeah. noticing even my dog has a sharp jawline. <laughs> I wonder if what? there's like a, 
a psychological thing to that like does sharp jaw lines mean like strong bones or something I don't know it's interesting Maybe. to think about I don't know it's just you know it it they ooze power and authority I don't know I just like it tall maybe like for me it's just because I'm tall so I'd rather have someone taller as a partner yeah or I don't mind same. short but taller than me I would say oh um, yeah um I wouldn't want someone too taller than me I think that's a bit awkward because I I would feel bad about myself <laughs> um I wouldn't want to feel like inferior to someone always looking to, down on yeah, you I would want to be with someone equal to me um or maybe a bit taller I, I, or maybe a bit shorter but yeah I, I, I don't really have much about heights except not too tall and not too short mm. to compliment me perfectly it's to do with me not like what I look at others yeah there's always like this stigma against short boys no one ever says oh yeah I dig short boys <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think... mind short boys because I'm, like, average. So if they're short, then it means they're basically going to be my height or a tiny bit taller. So I'm fine with that. For me, um, why I don't particularly, like, I'm not attracted to short boys is because boys have an own, their own insecurity about not being tall enough. So, like, once I met my friend. What if they're short and they're confident and they don't resent you? not resentful but like people sit feeling that why is my partner you know taller than me if she's a girl okay so you're you're against people resenting your height or people not feeling confident with how they look that's not to do with how short they are then i'll be fine with it but this is all hypothetical you're talking about a stereotype that shorter boys are generally uh, yeah generally yeah the ones that i've mentioned so you have a problem with insecurity, not with a problem with the height. Not even insecurities. Like, I'm fine with insecurities. Everyone has insecurities. It's just natural. I don't want their insecurity transferring onto me, and then I become insecure about the fact that I'm tall. Yeah, okay. Like, so you don't have a problem that... with how they look. It's how they feel. Well, yeah, I think that is the case. But in history, I've been more attracted to tall boys for some reason. Okay. You have some prejudice, not prejudice, but <laughs> bias, bias, bias. It's not it's bias. Not... It's like what you find attractive. Like I wouldn't go for a, a shorter guy because I think for me, I would just want to feel, I don't want to say protected. But... It is protected. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I mind actually. I like being snuggled with, like hugged by someone who's larger than me. Yeah. That me makes too. sense. Like just engulfed completely. Mm. That that's kind of sad because most girls would want to go for taller boys and not everyone though I think generally guys are taller than girls so generally yeah, it works out that's yeah, why generally it works out but for the few who are not taller it, it doesn't really work out because I've seen um I was actually talking to someone uh, they were saying how they're screwed for life because None of the girls would go for them. None of the girls. Oh, no, would that's for not true. Like there could be yeah. really short girls. Like in the Big Bang Theory, Howard's pretty short, but he gets with yeah. someone who's shorter than him. Like it, it does happen. 
it's not just like girls having prejudice or bias. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In height. Boys have as well. Girls tend to like guys taller than them, and boys tend to like girls shorter than them. So tall girls are screwed, short boys are screwed. Not screwed. Like, I get what you're trying to say, but it's, I think people tend to find the right people. It's, it just happens. I mean, I've seen it happen. Yeah. <laughs> What Madison is saying is like, I was watching this um, stand-up comedian and he was saying how um, when he was young, he, uh, like someone told him that there's somebody for everybody. And then so this was a, he thought it was an easily testable theory. And he went online and searched up the world's population and it was, the number was odd. And he said, <laughs> one person is screwed. So I just have to make sure that I'm not that one person. That's what you're sounding like. <laughs> <laughs> mm. There was a study which so Indian women are uh, have a smaller shoe size and are shorter if you considered um women like if if you place them next to women from America. I don't know about England, but American women tend to be taller. Do you see it? Like Indian women tend to be shorter yeah. than American women. It's it's different. Yeah, five feet. That's basically <laughs> like in, in different countries, it it the heights matter differently. But that's the that leads back to how different ideas of beauty in different countries. I love how Niv's like the person who's like, okay, let's talk about this. Okay, let's talk about that. Like, <laughs> ordering the whole thing. I like it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm just a control freak. Um, no, it's not control freak. You're just making it more structured, which is good. It's good that you're a control freak, basically. Yeah, Niv. <laughs> Except not when we're in escape rooms. That's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Um, We won, though. Yeah, we won. We won. That was good. I was just screaming at everyone to get the clues quickly. (laughs) Oh, that was a fun day. I guess I'm really competitive as well. Mm. Whatever. (laughs) Okay, what are the things do we find attractive, physically? Um, Oh, for me, it's fingers. Um, Like, long big hands like not muscular fingers but i like defined fingers like chiseled fingers (laughs) i don't like baby fingers i like long fingers with like a bit of nail like i don't like you know blunt my nail basically your nails i don't like your nails now (laughs) that's bad you just try to make me fit into a mold asia how dare you (laughs) Yeah. No, you do. Like, if they're functional to you, that's fine. Like, I have yeah. mine are so long right now that I like can't do some things. Like, sometimes I bang my nail on a table or something; it bends back. It's really annoying. Yeah, I'm I'm deeply, deeply prejudiced against long nails. Um, Those people. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I feel really bad for saying this because it's a fault of mine it's not their fault it's my fault that i don't like it but i can't change what i like and what i don't like mm. so some of us we just don't like something right uh, yeah but when you're saying long nails you mean the freakish kind well no like, yeah freakish kind. you shouldn't call them freakish because every like it's not freakish they're just different okay not freakish like the ones which are five centimeters yeah, long but like, I, I just don't like fake nails which are like protruding like two or three centimeters away from your skin or like even five centimeters away from your skin that just kind of uh, I, I don't know i just don't like those people someone with that kind of nails i wouldn't avoid talking but when i'm talking to them i will know like i would have a judgment thinking that this is not my type i think like 
I I have some things like that too like not nails but I'm sure I have some things and I would have like initial judgments of the person yeah I mean I think it's not to do with how they look it's what it represents maybe because I'm not usually like I've and I can't work properly with it so when I see people with, with longer nails than what I would expect I just think this is not functional how are they gonna write how are they gonna do work I don't know it's just my opinion yeah um but you can write and do work like it's... yeah I, I know you can <laughs> but I find it difficult so I think why are these people putting themselves through this I know this is wrong this is not the way I should think but I do it's not wrong I think you just have to keep it at the back of your mind well like that's that that's their yeah. problem they'll figure it out like okay. if they can't write it I know, I know this you know is I mean? not just me what yeah. do we hate I mean not hate what are we shy against what do we not like looking Tongue at piercings it like not not oh, I, yeah like, the appearance of it is fine but whenever I see one I just imagine a needle going through my tongue and I just don't like that it, it's really it looks very uncomfortable what mm. else do we have okay what about yellow teeth Hmm. that's something my mom hates like she hates bad same my mom hates it as well that's so weird no but what do do we think i don't mind it like it doesn't it doesn't really bother me it depends i don't mind what people look like yeah true you you know what i love i love scars on eyebrows scars how would you see the scar on an eyebrow? It's no, like have, it would be I hidden. I have a tiny scar on my eyebrow. I don't know. I just like people who have scars on their eyebrow. Mm. Like your scar on your eyebrow. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm attracted to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it makes yeah. sense because you want someone with similar, like not like short nails and scars on your eyebrow because you you like I don't know you you they fit with you I guess. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Okay, what do we think of six packs? Not like too hot, not like too much. Just because I I don't find too much attractive because usually it means they're arrogant and their personality is like they I know they can get what they want. Sort okay, of thing. come on, I, I'm arrogant. I, would, I get what uh, I want. What's wrong with me? Yeah, like no. what do you mean? <laughs> Like, if a guy, like, this is just what I've seen from TV shows and, like, in real life, usually, if you're really good looking, you know, like, that you can treat people badly because you're kind of, if if you go out with someone who's out of your, that is, I don't know, less attractive oh, really? than you, yeah, then, I don't know. Okay, so appearance and kind of concepts of beauty kind of created leagues for us to like be with i guess but this is this is just stuff you see in movies though like it is in real life as well i guess no but what asia said is probably right because she said okay so say asia's going out with someone who is out of her league uh, as many people put it uh wouldn't she might feel inferior as well she might think 
what am I doing with this person? What is this person seeing me? Why are we together? I guess um, it depends. It's not all yeah. about looks, though. Sorry, Manasi. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Um, yeah, it's not all about looks. It's about your personality as well. Like, if even if you're out of someone's league, they could be so much more interesting and funny than you. So it's it's like... Oh, yeah, that, that's that's true, to be fair. I still, I mean, it's not, like, a big thing, but I still, like, feel kind of out of place in terms of looks, even if it is with you guys. Okay, so this friendship group that I'm in, I am a different body type to the ones in it. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I'm feeling insecure about it or if I feel inferior. I just feel different. That's why, like, when we're hanging out with... um our other friends yeah. who, who are different than mm-hmm. this small friendship group is, um, yeah. I feel more comfortable. Not because they look the same as me, but because they're also different. Right. And, but then, yeah. say, um, Asia and I look similar mm-hmm. and some of your other friends look similar to you, then there's a matter of equal representation. It's not a matter of all of you look different. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I can do something. See, I, I I get what you mean. Yeah. This is and um, this is like how your appearance kind of changes isolate. the way you act or yeah. changes the way you behave. Exactly. Yeah. And people don't understand that if they're crowded around people who are similar to them, and then the person who's different feels it, but the other people don't. Yeah. 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 I, I get what you mean. Yeah. I then, like, if if like a. Uh, our friend who is a boy, I'm not going to say his name, uh, he comes along with us. Yeah. His body reacts a different way because he's a different gender completely. And I yeah. guess that makes me feel more comfortable because I'm not the only one standing out. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I got what you mean. That was such a long explanation. No, no, it's, it's important because sometimes ideas of beauty kind of merges with our behaviours as well. Yeah. It's what's comfortable. So I think, so evolutionarily, um, we tend to be attracted to uh, people who are pretty because we want to like reproduce pretty offsprings who can again mate with pretty offsprings. Like, do you get it? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not like, for me, it's not about insecurities. It, it is about insecurities. It's not about um, looks. It's more about how certain bodies behave the cert- a certain way so i if you remember uh, this is going off topic should we like come back to no this this still has stuff to do with appearance but I think... now i think it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of changing um i think people now value being smart or being funny or there's there's more categories of what people find attractive my viewpoint is that beauty is something that is exterior so when you're scrolling down on social media you do not get to have a conversation with a person and find their intellect so it's very easy to hide whether you're intelligent or dumb but when we see people the first impression is beauty and we decide to judge them with that prejudice in mind so i think that like the act of initially being desired by people is why you obsessed over beauty okay so just to sum up um a lot of what people like 
the Kardashians, and many of us do, are based on their motivation that the media continuously scrutinise their appearance. Um, these idols that we look up to have their own idols that they look up to, and it's not a reason to get angry at them. Um, we shouldn't be opposed to people who get plastic surgery or wear makeup to look a certain way. I think the best thing that we can do is to find what is healthy for us because we are the market and we are the society. Okay, thanks for listening. Um, you can follow us at Reasoning with Prejudice on Instagram and you can also listen to us via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, YouTube, Stitcher and Red Circle. You've been listening to Reasoning with Prejudice with Asia and Manasi and Liv. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, I think that's, that's a wrap, guys. <laughs>